0: Welcome to the Progressive Ethos Podcast. Thank you for investing your time to grow the best version of you. Progressive Ethos, empowering people to achieve their very best. How are you? So today I want to talk to you about your diet. And what I really want to talk about is that, uh, why you didn't fail your diet, but your diet probably failed you. So that's going to kind of be the topic today. So let's let's dive right in. So. When I'm talking about diet, I'm talking about kind of uh, a temporary eating pattern where people say, I want to lose weight or I want to uh, accomplish certain things. And so I'm going to go on this kind of regimen for a while and I'm going to get there. But then the problem is, is when they get to wherever they're going, often they then change their behavior to back where they were. And then they wonder why, you know, that the, they didn't get the sustainable results they wanted. So the the first thing I want to talk about is traditional diets are, are just too restrictive. And that's a real challenge for us because you need to really focus on kind of uh, the things you're doing and what you can do that's sustainable. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you go on a restrictive diet and basically remove all the things you enjoy in life, you're, you're not gonna be successful long-term. Um, and that's gonna be a real challenge for you. So what's important is you, you as you uh, think about eating and why you're eating, that you understand that that there's certain reasons that you're eating. Now, one of those reasons is your appetite. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but really, you know, diets just don't work. Um, So what you're looking for is something that's a kind of a behavioral change, a lifestyle change that you're gonna do for the rest of your life. So if you're unwilling to do something for the rest of your life, then I wouldn't do it. So if you pick a diet and you say, okay, I'm gonna do this for six months and then quit, don't start because you're you're not going to be successful long term. In fact, you know there's studies out there that show that people that go on diets, um, not only does the diet not work, but people that go on diets, it's a predictor of weight gain, um, and that's because of that kind of the yo-yo effect. So don't approach your your health and wellness in a in a fashion that's temporary. Saying I'm going to go on this thing. Don't restrict what you're eating. Learn to eat the better things. So it's not necessarily really about restriction. Now obviously people tell you it's just the law of thermodynamics that to lose weight you have to have a calorie deficit. And yes there is truth to that but how extensive that calorie deficit is it can really be dependent on what you're eating. So I want to talk about some of those things. So the first thing is is your appetite. So when your your appetite flares up and you want to eat I mean it's it's really driving you to to eat. Our body is designed uh, to do that. Um, it's through you know uh, thousands of years the body has has struggled to gain weight and and stay nourished and so whenever the opportunity comes the body really wants to eat so your appetite is one thing but there's a difference between cravings and appetite and and it's important that you kind of learn to distinguish that because you may be full but you're still craving something and so uh, a craving is more of a kind of an emotional response there probably is some uh, physiological addiction to whatever it is you're craving to. Um, but the reality of it is, is you've got to learn to control your appetite. One of the best ways to do that is eating real food. And what I mean by that is, uh, whole foods, meaning the kind of the farmer, you know, farmer's market, to table. So things that aren't processed. So, uh, anything that's heavily processed really is probably not going to be the best thing for you. So whole fresh foods is going to help with your appetite. Cause it's going to satisfy you. The next thing is, is drink lots of water. Uh, Typically in the United States, most people are probably a little bit uh, dehydrated chronically. uh, So it's important to really drink uh, a good amount of water. And this is also a natural uh, appetite suppressant. Another thing, depending on uh, what type of uh, eating pattern you have, protein in the morning or pork protein for breakfast is good because it's going to fill you up longer, kind of get you ready for the day. uh, if you're going to eat more protein, then it's probably best to do it in the morning. Now, obviously, you want to have your meals composed that's that's going to balance your blood sugar and your and insulin. And the way you do that is by a combination of your proteins, fats, and then obviously low, low glycemic uh, carbs. So, you know, again, fresh things, fresh vegetables, fruits. Now, you can eat a small amount of grains uh, and beans, but again. Uh, really, really control those and and think in moderation. Now, fat, proteins, and fiber uh, really help to stabilize your insulin. So you really want to avoid carbs, specifically the the simple carbs or the highly processed carbs. And then related to your appetite, you want to not eat at least three hours before bed. You want to give your body time to to, uh, digest whatever your last meal of the day is before you go to bed. Now, another thing related to dieting is willpower. Now, uh, those of you that have been on uh, on a diet, you've probably tried multiple times, and things just don't go as you want them to, and you kind of start to beat yourself up and say, you know what, I just don't have the willpower, it's really, you know, hard on yourself, and it's really kind of a mental game. And the important thing to understand is, is willpower is like a muscle. And and you don't realize how much you're using it, but as you just like a muscle, if you use it a lot, it's going to get fatigued and and lose its ability to function. And that's what willpower it is. And if you think about it, you know, we're bombarded thousands of times a day with advertisement that's designed to get us to eat. And really, if you rely on willpower, you're going to quickly realize that the willpower is, is not enough. And so, also in alignment with that is again, remember I told you, our, our body is designed. It has mechanisms in place to make us want to eat uh, because that's a protection for us. That's that's in times of famine and starvation, the body wants to eat. So whenever there's a food uh, available, your body is naturally programmed to want to eat, to, to take that on. The problem we have now is we have an abundance of food. So we're eating all the time. There's no eating breaks. So we aren't out hunting for uh, animals or gathering fruits and berries, trying to find a mill. You just got to go to a, a, a cornered gas station. And again, the food you're getting there is, is poor quality. So if you're saying you don't have the willpower, you're probably right, but you're not alone because willpower is not the thing that's going to help you uh, be successful in moving forward in your health and wellness journey. So, one of the things that I encourage people to do is, it's not about willpower, it's about habits. You've got to create the right habits and remove the wrong habits. And how you do that is really kind of personal reflection and understanding what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. And kind of pause and and analyzing yourself. So, you know, creating the right habits and removing the bad habits is really what's going to create success for you. Another uh, reason uh, diets often fail is a focus on calories. So again, I already said, you know, the old adage is, is, you know, eat less and exercise more and you're going to lose weight. And while on a purist sense, that's probably true, it's not applicable across the board. We all don't uh, respond the same way, Um, you know, a thousand calories from candy the body's not gonna process it the same as a thousand calories from broccoli. And so, you know, when you're eating, if you're focused on calorie reduction, if your mental state is always that you've got to give up things versus add things, you're really gonna fatigue yourself and and not be successful. So the important thing is, is focus more on the whole foods, healthy foods, you know, things like I've already talked about whole plants, Uh, lean meats, those types of things, to really kind of try to focus on what you can eat. Now, another thing you need to do is not necessarily focus on calories, but focus on fiber. Uh, Fiber is a great uh, thing for you, specifically in weight loss, it has a lot of other benefits, but but we as Americans don't get enough fiber. So you need to work on uh, eating more fiber. I'm not talking about fiber supplements. they aren't necessarily bad, but they aren't necessarily good either. A lot of uh, fiber supplements, how they're made, uh, they really aren't able to really do anything for us. So the first thing is is to try to get natural supplements. So that's through your your plant-based type things. So uh, it, real important to get fiber. So then the next thing that I want to talk about is is related to the calories, but uh, if you focus on healthy things, the greens, the grass-fed meats, uh, low glycemic uh, foods, uh, you're gonna be better off because what's gonna happen is is you're gonna stabilize your insulin. And so we often blame sugar as the reason for our um, obesity, and and it is a major impact. But really, what's driving us is our insulin levels. And as insulin is really just look at it like this: the insulin design. Uh, to help us put on weight. So as long as we have insulin around, our body's trying to put on weight. So, you know, eat eat fresh things. Now, another thing is don't use artificial sweeteners because yes, it's true, we, you know, there's zero calories, we don't digest them, but uh, the bacteria in our gut can digest some of it, but it also still causes a physiologic response to those things. So you still can trigger hunger, things like that. Um, so really the, the best source of uh, fluid is just simple, good old fashioned water. And another thing that we often hear is that, while well, I'm on a low fat diet, why am I not losing weight? And, and we kind of been sold a bill of goods on a low fat diet because, you know, 30 years ago, that's when we kind of started preaching a low fat diet. And if you look at the weight of Americans or even across the world, uh, our weight is getting worse. So the low fat diet isn't working. And part of the problem is that is people still eat a ton of stuff that's just labeled low fat. So um, a lot of those things are also highly processed things. So again, it's it's those food items that aren't aren't good for you. And so really, again, it's not about a low fat diet. It's eating fresh whole foods, uh, quality meats, things like that. So don't don't be afraid of fat. But the important thing is is to make sure that you actually are eating the good fats. So like the vegetable fats, like you know, those found in avocados or nuts or seeds, uh, coconut, uh, olive oil, those types of things are, are good fats. There are also good fats in uh, meats, but you got to make sure you're eating the clean meats. That these are you know kind of the uh, aren't highly processed meats like lunch meats, things like that. And then obviously you wanna make sure you're getting your omega-3 fats from uh, the fish, uh, sardines, herring, uh, cod, things like that. Very important. But again, you know, you you shouldn't fear fat. Um, There's a reason you need fat and just make sure you're picking uh, the fat that's going to benefit you, not harm you. Another uh, struggle we have in our our health and wellness is is we may already have underlying health conditions. And a lot of uh, underlying health conditions contribute to our obesity or or weight gain. And really, one of the big factors here is related to inflammation. So as I said before, inflammation is kind of a common denominator in a multitude of illnesses. And weight uh, gain is one of those things. We put on more weight, It basically creates a pro-inflammatory environment, which only aggravates other potential illnesses, diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, things like that. So uh, your weight's really a vicious cycle because inflammation causes us to put on weight and then putting on weight causes inflammation. So it's important to understand to do everything you can to reduce uh, the inflammation. And a lot of that can be impacted by your diet. So one of the most common things that people hear about is gluten or have a gluten allergy, um, or a uh, uh, lactose or dairy allergy. And, and if you do understand, that doesn't mean you can just eat everything you want that's gluten-free. So those gluten-free cookies and cakes, they're still cookies and cakes. So it's important to kind of learn how your body is and what it uh, responds to and how it responds. But really inflammation is a key factor here that you, you need to work on. And one of the ways you can work on that is basically your, your gut or meaning your your microbiome in your bowels. Now we've learned, you know, that there's trillions of bacteria within our gut. And these bacteria are designed to help us. So it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. We provide stuff for them, they provide stuff for us. But it's important that you nurture that colony or that community and make sure the right bacteria are growing. And that's really impacted by what you're eating. So if you're Eating a diet and, and poor quality foods, highly processed things, you're creating an environment that those bacteria will 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 grow in, and, and those bacteria aren't helpful. So again, you need to focus on your gut health. There's lots of things that we can do uh, to support that, but there's some things you need to avoid. So you know, a lot of the over counter medications, things like that, are not very helpful f- for your gut bacteria. And then obviously fiber. Fiber again is very important for your gut bacteria so make sure you're eating enough fiber. So uh, another thing related to your gut is you got to let your bowels have periodic uh, uh, periods of rest. So we're learning that you know about every 90 minutes um, uh, your small bowel does kind of something called the waste pulse where it's basically uh, more aggressive uh, rhythmic contractions to push waste products through it. But the problem is, is if you're eating all the time, your body never does that. And so you've got to let your body take some breaks and kind of let it cleanse itself, give it time uh, uh, to move waste products through the digestive system. Now, you may say to yourself, well, I don't have any underlying medical conditions. Well, you may actually have some, you just haven't had them diagnosed yet. So. If you're feeling like there's something you're missing, you may want to talk to your doctor uh, to really find out uh, if there's more that they can do to investigate it. Now, specifically related to health and wellness, uh, these are called functional medicine doctors. Their, their uh, training is, is in, in the concept of prevention versus uh, once you have the illness, here's a pill. Um, so I would encourage you to talk to your physician if you feel like there's something kind of hindering you on your health and wellness journey next thing I want to talk about is a lot of times it's not your diet but it's your support network you got to have a good support network you know you hear all the time show me your five friends and I'll show you your future so if you're in a health and wellness journey you got to surround yourself with people that support that so maybe it's joining a club or a gym or something like that so you can interact with people that are kind of on the same course as you but the important thing is is you've got to have a supporting environment because no matter what you're doing, you're going to have down days. And it's important to have that support there uh, to help you navigate those down days. Now, you may want to get a coach if you're really struggling, whether it's a nutritional coach or a personal trainer. You know, it's really something you have to decide. But you really need to make sure that you have a good support network. The thing about coaching is the great thing is is that they may make it easier for you because they may have... Uh, Maybe we will see things you don't see that you can improve on, but they may have also techniques that you can use or apply uh, that's going to make you more efficient. So, coaching is something you may want to consider uh, on your health and wellness journey. So, really, that's kind of summing it up. If you are on a temporary diet and your plan is to be on it till you get to a certain point and then off of it, you're probably not going to be successful long term. I'm not saying you're not going to lose weight initially, but you're probably going to gain it back, and the literature actually supports you'll probably gain more back. So it's really about lifestyle change. So it's kind of what I would say: mindfulness in your eating, uh, being aware to why you're eating, and what's impacting your eating, and then what it is you're eating, and then obviously you know increase your activity level. I didn't say exercise; I said activity level. You got to find things you enjoy. If you hate doing the treadmill then going to the gym every day and getting on the treadmill it's not gonna be something you're gonna do forever. But if you love walking out in the nature, then do a walk every day. Find the things you enjoy. And remember, you control all this. This is really about decisions. Now, the challenge you have is making sure those decisions are on a conscious level, and then you have good information to make the best decision. And that's something that you need to do is strive to learn about yourself and learn how you're gonna, uh, interact with the environment and, 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 food and other people, things like that. But again, you know, we want to be here to help you. If you need help, feel free to reach out to us. We have uh, both nutritional and, uh, training coaches, um, and we're, and we're more ex- than excited to help you on this journey. But remember, this is your health and wellness. And just remember, you've got it. Thanks. You've been listening to the Progressive Ethos podcast. Together, we'll grow the very best version of you. Progressive Ethos, empowering people to achieve their very best.